Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you once again here in Political Coffee. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about, so let's get at it. And of course, as always, we want your input on the things, well, the situations that we're talking about, because they're situations. They're not just political issues, folks. They are our life, and that's why we talk about them. They matter. They matter to you. Like the fentanyl crisis. Many of you know people who are who have lost kids or lost people to fentanyl. How's it getting here? How are we going to stop it? Besides hand-wringing and press conferences that actually do nothing. Because that's exactly what we got from Tina Kotek. That's exactly what we got from Ted Wheeler in Multnomah County Chair. How do we really fix that problem? Hmm? Do we rewrite Measure 110? Where's the governor on that? Is she taking the lead on that? I want to talk a little bit about that today. I also want to talk about some other things that are going on out there that are just critically important. Can Oregon actually turn red in the elections? Is that possible? Well, if you read the story about Scott Pressler, some of you may know who he is, the long-haired conservative. Um, I used to have long hair, so I can say that, okay? And, and no, no offenses to any of you who have long hair. God bless you. In America, you can have long hair if you want, at least for now, until the government you know, just demands we all shave our heads, you know, sort of like those people in those prison camps. I'm sorry. Scott Pressler is talking, was yesterday interviewed down at Charlie Kirk's event in uh, Las Vegas. He's the guy who's out there hammering away at voter turnout, Republicans voter turnout, and how you achieve that by knocking on doors, folks, the old-fashioned way. He expects to flip the Pennsylvania State House from blue to red without any help from the Republican National Committee. Okay. There's a companion story. And by the way, these are in the, um, the Gateway Pundit today. Joe Rogan says the left has become a cult. And California has gone full communist. You've got, and there's a reason I'm, I'm putting all of this out there. A migrant mob, illegal alien mob is the way to say it, beats and kicks two New York City cops near Times Square. You know, New York City is a sanctuary city, right? Uh-huh. There's a pro-Trump group 
in New Jersey. Now, New Jersey is about as blue as Oregon, which means it, it can become purple, which means it can vote Republican. They're making a strong push through an effort that they're engaging in to turn New Jersey red. And people are listening. Now, a lot of this is driven by what's happening on the national level. Okay, let's just be honest here. In fact, Megyn Kelly has a story that she thinks that this E. Gene Carroll verdict against Trump may have just handed the election to Trump. And in fact, she was on Rachel Maddow's show talking about how she fantasized about spending Trump's money. And that E. Jean Carroll and all of the left celebrating her momentary victory, and that's all it's going to be, folks, plays into Trump's hands. Now, why would this be? Because it is such a joke. Because we now live in a society that is social media driven. Can you imagine the Trump commercials that are going to play out over this? Just one of many. While the left is cheering this on, Americans look at it as it's disgusting. And it makes Trump look sympathetic. Now, okay, let's assume that it does. How does that impact us here in Oregon? Huh? How does any of this impact us in Oregon? Well, it's not too hard to figure out if you believe. Believe in what, Jeff? You're probably asking yourself, believe in what? Believe that people are persuadable. There are some people out there that are, in fact, persuadable. Now, what that means is even if you don't believe in elections, like Doug doesn't believe in elections, and he constantly reminds us of that, he sends me emails and I read them to you so you know where Doug is on this. I disagree with him. But let's assume that Doug is right. That elections don't matter. They're all rigged. That we're all brainwashed. I'm just paraphrasing Doug now. Do elections really matter? Let's assume they don't. You still need to persuade people. Why? Because it's about your 
God-given right. Not government-given. Your God-given right of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, folks. Okay, Jeff, I buy that, but what does that mean? It means that if elections, if you don't think elections matter, then does the rule of law matter? And which law is that which matters? God's laws? Man's laws? Or the law of the gun? Now, why would I say that? Well, because if you don't think that elections matter, and let me tell you where we're headed, folks. We're headed to the law of the gun. Now, this isn't rocket science, and we've been here before in America on multiple occasions. Go back to the persecution that led the founders of this nation to come to America. Those founders which dedicated this land, this new land, when Anglican priest, you've heard me say this, when they got off those ships, they struggled up that sand dune hill and they planted a cross made of the wood from a mast of one of the ships. They planted it in this new land. And this Anglican priest dedicated the new land to the furtherance of the gospel in this land and around the world. No other country has ever been founded on such a purpose. Part of what makes America unique. They left the new world because of tyranny, or they left the old world because of tyranny of the old world. We then had a revolutionary war because of tyranny. We had the Declaration of Independence. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are Inalienable rights. In other words, you can't take them away from humankind. Because they're given to us by God. They're not given by government. That was the basis of a small revolution that only survived by God's absolute providence, folks. You go back and read Revolutionary War history. There were so many times we were right on the verge of losing it all. But they persevered. They were not summer patriots and sunshine warriors. They withstood it all, and they do deserve our thanks. Generations of them. Now, I'm going somewhere with all of this, folks, so I just want you to hang with me for a moment. It's about persuasion. This is why Democrats... The Oregon Secretary of State's office, Governor Kotek, want to control the narrative. This is why we're suing them in federal court. Because it lessens our ability to persuade people. And if we persuade people that their freedom, their liberty, their God-given rights are absolutely being taken from them. 
then those people, many of them, will not stand for it. It only takes a small amount to create a revolution. That's precisely what happened in our country. Only about 20 to 25% of the American populace at the time wanted wanted to secede, if you will, from the English crown. Another 20, 25% wanted to be loyal to the crown, and everybody else didn't care. They just wanted to be left alone. Boy, does that ever sound familiar. Hmm? To where we are today. Friends, you need to understand and get it in your heart because that's what matters. Everything the left is doing is destroying our liberty. It's not just the fentanyl crisis. I'm going to get into that in a moment. And it's not just taking our money from us because a constitutional amendment has been introduced by two liberal Oregon state senators to do away with your kicker tax refund. This government never has enough money so that they can spend it on what? Monitoring our social media, reporting us to the FBI and the police if we don't fit the narrative. Oh, there's more, folks. We're just getting started. I know people are on the phones. Art and Rich, you guys hang on. I'll get you on the other side of this break, 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Lars has a great take on Tina Kotak. And everybody else, you know, this big smoke and mirrors conference, press conference they had yesterday about the fentanyl crisis in downtown Portland. They're embarking, state of Oregon, Multnomah County, city of Portland, embarking on a 90-day experiment to address the downtown Portland fentanyl crisis. They declared a fentanyl emergency. Then they're going to work with each other on programs that connect people addicted. Why? Because Measure 110 has failed. Why? Because there's a feckless Multnomah County DA that won't prosecute drug crimes. They have open, they have an open air fentanyl drug market in downtown. But they hold press conferences to make it look like they're really going to do something. And you know how we go around the feckless media that like OPB and others in the TV stations that just reported on this, making it seem like they're really doing something they really care? You know how we fix that? What we're doing on this radio show, what some of you do with your friends and neighbors, called persuasion, having individual conversations about things that really matter. Because the fentanyl crisis, folks, is destroying, along with the attitudes of letting it happen, Measure 110, destroying our state before our very eyes. And we all know it. 
The way we fix it is to make people aware, to get them to the point where they're willing to do something about it. That's where you come in. I said I'd go to the phones, and I will. I'll start with Art, and we'll move to Rich. Art, good morning. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Here's what I got to say about all this. In the Bible, God takes care of us. He always has. And he always will. God parted the Red Sea and protected Moses. And I'm a firm believer that I will be protected. So all this garbage going on, I'm praying about and going where he tells me to go. So... Am I going to pick up a gun and shoot people? I don't know, Jeff. Well, you're a blind guy. That makes it a little hard to do. Although, you know, if somebody's kicking in your door and you had a shotgun, you could at least (laughs) get close to them. (laughs) Well, hey, Jeff, you're going to have to come over and see my fortress. Security (laughs) doors, the whole nine yards. Now, I'm not a fool. And, you know, I protect myself the best I can. But I'm a firm believer, Jeff, that Jesus Christ will protect me the way he sees fit. So that's where I'm at. That's where everybody should be. Because if you're not, then you're not following what he has taught us. God bless you, Thank you, Art. I appreciate your opinion. You're not wrong about that in my personal opinion. By the way, this fake, and Rich, hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second. This fake Democrat bill that recriminalizes uh, hard drugs that the Democrats have introduced. (laughs) Folks, this, this, instead of a $100 fine, it bumps it up to the next level which means you get a maximum sentence of 30 days in jail and a $1,250 fine. By the way, this made national news. It's meaningless. If a $100 fine doesn't work to an addict, is the $1,200 fine going to work? Oh, and it does something else. It creates a new deflection system. What? Yes, spending more money for bigger government. This is screening and caseworker intervention for people who get one of them tickets for controlled substance. Really? Do you really think that an already strange judicial system, the new deflection system, heck, folks, they don't even have, the criminals are getting turned loose. Why? Because the legislature hasn't funded enough lawyers for criminal defense. How's a new deflection system going to help? It ain't. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Morning. Uh, if Joe Rogan just discovered that California and Oregon are now basically communists, we're in deep <laughs> trouble with all these people that seem to be in the know are just discovering this. Most people I know have watched California and Oregon go that way for the last 25 years. And Ed Ed Deal's got a really good job of 
how to handle some of this Measure 110 stuff. But they don't like it because it actually makes them different people responsible. Well, right. So, so you bring up an interesting point. If people like Joe Rogan, who, who is admittedly maybe the biggest influencer in terms of podcasts, he has the biggest podcast, period, okay? If he's just now waking up to it, while that's not a bad thing, why hasn't he seen it before? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm talking about, is where are these people? Are they just oblivious when they go home to their big houses and their uh, swimming pools and their uh, whatever they do for recreation? And all of a sudden now they're seeing it? I mean, I've been seeing it for over 25, 30 years. I, I don't understand why it's so hard to see. They're not looking. That's why. So the question is, why aren't they looking well that's the i don't see how you i don't see you can't look when you start looking at all the prices going up all the time even though you may that's, be filthy rich it, it should affect you part of it the homeless thing and a lot of other things the fentanyl test that's part of it too great point great point back in a moment folks 6 30. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Sorry about the little satellite thing there. We were silent during break for a little while, but we're back. That's a good thing. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Couple of things. For those of you just joining us, I started this show talking about the fentanyl crisis and the non-effective dog and pony show press conference held by the governor, mayor of Portland, and the, yeah, I know, Michael, the, the echo monster has taken over. <laughs> and the chair of Multnomah County. They're embarking on a 90-day program to deal with the fentanyl crisis. None of it will work. They're just trying to connect people to services that are already there, that we're already paying for. Ain't going to work, folks. It doesn't deal with the root cause. Now, that's supposedly why connecting people to services. Well, the first thing you got to do is you got to get, got to hold people accountable. How about if we held the politicians accountable? Hmm? What a novel idea. Now, how do we do that? Well, how do we stop the politicians from taking away our liberties. That's how I started the show. Now, I'm, I'm going to tie all of this together with what happened last night at Anna Munson's fundraiser, okay, which I was honored. Her fundraiser at Geppetto's, I saw many of you there who listened to this radio show. Man, was the place packed. In fact, they had to close the restaurant. There were so many people who showed up for Anna's fundraiser. She's running for Marion County Clerk. There's a reason why, and I'll share with you 
why you should be optimistic, but only if you participate. And I'm not talking just about voting, folks. In fact, something deeper than that. It's called communication, called persuasion. Now, before I do that, of course, need to pay the bills a little bit anyway. I want to thank Freedom Heating and Air. You know, they have been one of our stalwart sponsors who stuck by, by the way, by this radio station and this show during the time that we were being anti-shutdown, anti-vax, which we still are, anti-wearing of masks, anti-tyranny of Kate Brown in dealing with COVID. They stuck by us the whole time. We need to stick by them. They're not only a great company, they're great because of many reasons. More importantly, they take care of you as the customer. But they've survived, and it tells you something about they've survived all 50 years in the mid Willamette Valley here, taking care of people, making their lives better and doing it quickly. It's a great reason for you to do business with them, but they believe in freedom. It's in their name, folks. They really do practice it. You see, they give veterans discounts, veterans who have fought for our freedom. Senior citizens get discounts. They have half-price labor for the families who have given the ultimate sacrifice, gold star families. Many great reasons for you to do business with them. Ultimately, they make your life better. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. All one word, freedomheatingandair.net. Last night, uh, Anna Munson held this fundraiser at Geppetto's. That's Julie Hoy, who's running for Salem mayor. So many people showed up. Thank you all who did, and thank you for those who made a contribution, as I did, to Anna's campaign. Why? Well, folks, it's not just turning out the votes, but it's how those votes are counted that matters. That's the old Joseph Stalin saying, right? Paraphrase it. It's not who votes that matters, who counts the votes that matters. We know that. We need transparency. That's one of Anna's main things. Because, folks, you go back to this story we talked about. The story of the federal judge, Amy Totenberg, in Georgia, hearing the lawsuit, actually brought by a group of leftists. (laughs) But it's right on the money. About the Dominion voting machines. And the computer science professor, the computer science professor that the left celebrates University of Michigan guy by the name of Halderman who in front of the judge right used a ballpoint pen to restart the Dominion voting machine in safe mode and then change the votes in front of the judge in front of the entire courtroom did this as a demonstration how easy it is and then erased the data logs to show that he had done anything, that he'd been in there, that he'd changed any votes. Now, I'm telling you, this is going to have impact with us down the road. Because I expect this judge is going to rule, at least in part, by that demonstration 
that these machines are not are not only inaccurate, but they can be highly compromised, easily hacked. Just a ballpoint pen, folks. This is going to impact some of our lawsuits in Oregon, but even more importantly, it's going to impact how county clerks now and county commissioners who are in charge of using electronic voting machines are going to have to rethink things. If they can be hacked, and they can all be hacked this way, folks. If the state's antiquated system that is supposedly going to be updated, and I'm talking about the Secretary of State's system that used to be Windows 7, folks, that's what they were using. You want to talk about being hackable, you want to talk about being hacked in the manipulation of voter data. It all is centralized now, folks. This is why local county clerks are so important. This is why your ability to talk about this with your friends and neighbors and on social media is so important because that's how you persuade others because you're not going to get it from the mainstream media. All you're going to get is the fluff we got yesterday about the fentanyl crisis. And Lars's point is so right on. And Anna, hang on. I'm going to get to Anna Munson in a moment. She's on the line, folks. It's meaningless, folks. It's all smoke and mirrors. Just like the Measure 110 recriminalization effort that the Democrats are going to try to bring forward. It's completely meaningless. It won't have any impact. But your ability to talk about that is being threatened by what? By the Secretary of State's office, which is why we're suing them in federal court. Did you know this company that's going to monitor your social media and then report it if it's to the FBI or to the Secretary of State? Do you know they have that they are a subcontractor with the U.S. Army's Special Operations Command? Did you know that? See where this is going, folks? It started at the highest levels on the federal level, and now it's coming down to the states. Because they know, they fear you. Because if you are educating other people in your world through social media or emails, because they're going to monitor your emails too, folks. How do they do that without a warrant? Hmm. Elections matter. But what if elections don't matter? You still have to persuade others to what the truth is. The tyranny is taking away your God-given right to dissent, to say, no, I don't believe that. I don't like that. To say no to vaccinations with an experimental vaccine that is still being administered to this day under an emergency youth authorization under the federal law. It's never been. These vaccines have never been codified under the process set forth by the FDA. Your ability to say no to that, your ability to say no to, to the coming lockdowns, and you know they're coming, your ability to dissent against anything, like removing dams. There's a story about that. Yesterday, the U.S. House of Representatives held a hearing about it. And in the hearing, it was noted that the agreement, which Democrats say, hey, Congress still has to approve the removal of dams. That's not the intent of this thing. Yeah, it is, because it's mentioned many times in this agreement 
was brought out in the hearing yesterday that Biden had entered to after secret negotiations. Many times they talk about breaching the dams. Your ability to use the insanity of that in conversations is being threatened by the Secretary of State, being threatened by the tyranny of Biden. Let's go to Anna Munson. Anna, you had a great fundraiser last Hello. night. Good job. Um, I just wanted to thank everyone. Um, the response was so overwhelming. I, I didn't even anticipate. Hey, Anna, hang uh, but on. You're I right. Uh, too long. Anna, hang on through the break because I want you to put your website out there so people can go where they can not only contribute, but they can sign up to be a volunteer. We're going to talk with Anna Munson when we come back from the break. Father, uh, everybody, sorry again that I waxed. Bloviate. Not freedom. My goodness. Back in a moment. 648. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Back to Anna Munson. Um, Anna, you had a great fundraiser last night. So great. The restaurant was full of people supporting your run for Marion County clerk. In fact, they had to shut Geppetto's restaurant down. That was a pretty great turnout. Thank you for letting me help out in a little way that I did. So why don't you tell everybody in the audience why you're running for Marion County Clerk? Well, I'm running to bring transparency, of course, and accountability. But also just to create an atmosphere where people feel that they can do something that to make people realize that they do need to vote, that they need to stand because they, they can't cheat that much if everybody stands up. The other thing is, is my husband's a Vietnam vet, 100% disabled, and I really want to honor his service and what he's done. Um, Very good. Now, now quickly, uh, how can people help you besides giving you money and where and what's your website um my website is annaforclerk.us as in united states annaforclerk.us okay and And there are ways to help that are that i'm really trying to be creative about uh one way is i want people to write um i'm going to give them cards or paper and stamps and i want them to write a, um a, a something that i'll have for them to to be able to mail out uh to the older population who still reads the mail uh i want to be able to to reach the hispanic community by having been going to the their areas in Woodburn to go to the graders and be able to talk about it freely and openly to them. Um, and let me, and I'll have, when I have a translator, when I'm, when I'm doing this, 
because I want to make sure that they're getting the right message, the message that I want to 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 let them know about. Uh, sometimes I think the language difference is um, is not uh, is not getting the message out, especially if they're learning or and trying to understand through their child. Uh, I don't think that the right the, the proper message, exactly what a, what someone says, is is being um, translated. Uh, All right, very I good, have, Anna. I, I'm going to have to let you go because uh, no, I, I need fine. to finish up the program here, folks. Go to her website, AnnaForClerk.us. AnnaForClerk, all one word, .us. You can check out what her priorities are. You can volunteer. You can make a contribution. Anna, good luck out there. And Thank we'll you. talk to you again soon. Yes. Anna Munson, AnnaForClerk.us. Doug writes an email about the greatest threat to communists is not capitalism. The communist greatest threat to us is our sovereignty. Do you have a contract with the service corporation known as the IRS? The founders never intended for us to trade our labor for depreciating fiat currency that would then be taxed. That would be slavery. People need to know that their rights don't come from words on a piece of paper, the Constitution. The unwritten law comes from our creator. We do not trespass, cause wrong, or harm. When you're talking about the IRS or any other maggot corporations of the central bankers created worldwide, it's very simple. When truth is present, very few words are required. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Linda writes an email. California and Washington are mentioned often in the news with their ideas and laws and rules and measures. And Oregon is as bad or worse in many cases, and it rarely hits the national news outside of Oregon, and then not very often. The few times Oregon has been mentioned, it is about Measure 110 and the attempts to take over guns and ammunition. And then it's rare. Yeah, you're right about that. Now, friends... You'd also be right if you stood up for your liberty by buying pr products from my pillow. Mike Lindell, who was at Charlie Kirk's thing yesterday and gave a great speech, folks. He is winning on your behalf in these lawsuits all across the country. It's happening. He mentioned over 200 counties now have committed in America out of 3,200 counties. 200 of them have committed to going away from the machines. This lawsuit that he has helped fund in front of the federal judge in Georgia, the one we talked about, where they hacked into the Dominion voting machine, folks, this is the work he does. You can support that by buying his products, which by the way, are incredibly good. I use many of them myself. I cannot give them a higher check mark for being everything they say they are. I love his products. I use them. I've been using them long before they became an advertiser on this radio station and this show. Go to MyPillow.com. Get the great discounts and great products. If you use the promo code PC23, PC23. By the way, Art wrote me a great text message <laughs> about, you know, um, Joe Rogan. He's just woke up. Because he's been smoking too much pot. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Folks, 
This is why we have to stand firm for our liberty. This is why who counts the votes matters. This is why the local Republican Party, because you can't trust the RNC to do it. They're not doing it. Your local Republican Party has to help get out the vote, has to go pound on doors. The Democrat turnout machine in Oregon is profound. It's what they do. They outshine us 10 ways to Sunday. We only need to change 4,300 votes and we will take control of the Oregon House of Representatives. Slightly bigger number for the Oregon Senate. This is where you come in. This is why you have to support candidates who will stand up for the rule of law and for liberty, the concept of liberty. That's why you have to talk about it. That's why it's so important that we do this before the state can literally censure us. Yeah, I know. Got a text. I wonder how California is going to get their power if they take down the Bonneville Dam. It's only one million volts, D.C. Yeah. Yeah, you see, there's a way to fight this stuff, folks. The ballot box is part of it. Getting, folks, if Republican, if we had gotten more Republican turnout, we would have controlled the Oregon legislature last session. Did you know that? 4,300 votes. They were in these swing districts. 4,300 votes. There were many times more that of just Republicans who didn't vote. That doesn't include the independents and the Democrats who are sick of their woke party. This is where we come in, friends. Now, there's lots more to talk about this. I haven't even begun to get started. All of this will be on the show plan. to be at kslm.news under the local podcast under Political Coffee. And it'll be on our Telegram page, Political Coffee Clash. Which, by the way, we have our next meeting next Tuesday night, February 6th at Miller's Barbecue. Join us then. See you tomorrow.